Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Jalen Johnson. Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Here he is, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. That is Matt Eberflus's nickname for Jalen. Can I hear all of them? There's good vibes on this team. All right, Mako. Spidey. Bojack. Let's go, man. Let's go, baby. Nine. Let's your play now. Sandman, you got it now. Let's go, Predator. Let's go. Hey, Dino Dex, let's go, man. Juggernaut, let's go, man. Let's go, Bay. Hey, Bay, let's go, man. You got it now. Hey, Governor, let's go, man. You got it. You got it. Yeah, it's good to have fun with names. Bay, Secretary Tyson Bajan is, is Bay. Yeah, it was cool Dave Kerner was out there. <laughs> the governor! Making the stretching in. Hey, Governor, let's go, man. <laughs> Dave Kerner, always the Colonel, the General, the man. Who is the Juggernaut? Is that Billings? Juggernaut, let's go, man. Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut! Is Andrew Billings the Juggernaut? I think so. I don't have Hold them. that A-gap! I don't have them all. There was Jimmy. Hey, man. And Tommy and me. And there was Anthony Stabile. There he is, man. And you had Nikki I. Let's go, man. Who's he called? Jobin. Get home safe, Pistol. You got it, Jobin. What? Hey, Dino Dex. Dino Dex for Dexter. <laughs> Sounds like what Owen would call him. Butt Monster. Hey, Butt Monster. Let's go, man. Let's get it, man. Let's go, man. Come on, Butt Monster. Butt Monster. Let's go, man. Marta, let's get after it. Let's go, man. I don't think Trenton Gill likes being named Marta. <laughs> Disrespectful. Well, he's just bit. such a big strapping man. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Marta. Are you a very, you know, large and strapping, strong person? I wanted to give her a hug when she came back that half holiday Come break. on, Marcia! <laughs> Good Lord. All of the park rangers here at Alcatraz were at one time guards, myself included. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. Hey, Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. That was a big audible sigh into the mic. I just... I don't know... It's a journey. I just don't know if there's any place in America, or really in the world... Where Norm Van Leer and Phil Hartman can live together. And Tanny's mind. Tanny's mind and thankfully our airwaves. Because that was amazing. <laughs> Phil Hartman is the tour guide at Alcatraz. <laughs> Call me Vicky. Oh, God. All right. Completely ridiculous. Put it together. Get yourself together, Spiegel. Let's go. What's the best nickname you guys have ever had at any age or from any person? I think I got to go meat pants. Meat pants, meat pants is a good one. Meat pants is pretty good. It's a little disgusting, a little confusing, and a little dehumanizing at first, but ultimately very good. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, when Eddie Olchek called me Parksy on the air, it made me really happy. Yeah, I bet. I just having a hockey nickname from mm. the number one analyst, like that was great. But my first AOL screen name was DJP Big Dog. <laughs> and like a third of my friends still have me in their phones and still will refer to me as Big Dog. That's so bad. It's great. <laughs> Glenn Robinson, baby. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Glenn Robinson was the big DJ dog. Get help in there.
<laughs> yeah, DJP, <laughs> DJP Big Dog. I Chip helping there. What I'm really thinking of is uh, when you sang or rapped, I should say, yeah. on um, on <laughs> Christmas name, at Hallis. My name is Danny P. And Tanny's review began with, "All right, your name is <laughs> nope. Your name is not Danny P. Just refused to allow that." Shane, best nickname you ever had? I don't have many good ones. Shane-o. Shane Stern. You know, I, I come from Irish descent, of course. In high school, they called me Pasty Shane. That wasn't so great. Awesome. <laughs> it's like I didn't tan that well until I got a little older. Right. Uh, and now my, when my I dad, think of you, I just think of a tan guy. Uh, <laughs> my dad calls me uh, called me Twinkle Toes and like when I played baseball because I kind of run on my toes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really like either of those. Paste. They call me like Clooney now. I'm cool with that one. Yeah, Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, yeah, Clooney works. Everyone, all, the, all my closest friends call me that. <laughs> Cloon Dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Cloonster. Cloonerino. Beardsy. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Phone guy. Tanny. Yeah, I've been Tanny since birth because <laughs> yeah. when you go to the same high school as your dad and your dad was a standout baseball player and then his coaches were still coaches and teachers when I was in high school, they're just, oh, you're Tanny also because that's what <laughs> your dad was. And then it carries you, you know, it follows you here. So yeah. it's always been Tanny. How about um, Open Slayer? Come on, Open Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Open Slayer. Sound Slayer. Do you know how much I hate the fact that Tanny's wife doesn't call him Tanny? Like, to be around her, and she says, hey, Chris. Uh-oh. And I'm, like, looking around. Who the hell is Chris? <laughs> when did Chris get here? It's weird. It's weird. She should really conform. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's correct. Oh, God. All right. Well. Captain Indestructo was pretty good. Terry gave me that one. I, that is one I just thought of. Yeah, there you go. Captain Indestructo was pretty damn solid. That is really yeah. good. What was that about? What were you That's just when I got hit uh, by a dunk, drunk driver? Bad accident, like coming into an overnight shift one day, and I just had a bruise. Car was totaled, but yeah, it's so nothing Captain can destroy Captain Indestructo. I mean, right. the car accident was probably worth it, honestly, for the nickname. Yeah, all, yeah. all things considered. Uh, drunk driver slayer. <laughs> Did that guy die? I think, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good thing to ask Tanny killed him because Tanny's like a deer. You hit him, there's more damage to the car. Yeah, w- uh, wasn't a guy, but I think the alcohol did more damage than I could ever my car. Could, so. <laughs> uh, well, something that Tanny said yesterday, uh, or Open Slayer said yesterday on the show, about this game, how much should it matter? And I'm not necessarily talking about Ryan Poles. Because I don't think any of us really think that he's going to go into this game like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then this game is going to be the thing that is going to change it, right? He's got a hundred variables probably in the pro column, the negative column. Like I, And I think that it's possible that he's like, I haven't even allowed myself to make a final decision because I haven't done the final work on what trade offers we can get from these players, what they're going to measure out at the combine, my interviews with them. Like I mm-hmm. hope that Ryan Poles is going about this diligently and hasn't made a decision. But for the fan base that chanted Justin Fields' name, if he goes out and has 300 yards and three touchdowns and outduels the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, which is what Jordan Love was just named, I would imagine for our audience that's going to carry a great deal of weight. Conversely, if he goes out and throws two interceptions, throws for 160 yards, the Bears lose by double digits because Jordan Love, you know, picks apart this Bears defense. I'd imagine that carries a lot of weight. For our audience, how big do you think this game is? Well, I, I can answer for myself that it's very big, that that the outcome of this game matters. And here's the context, because it's at the end of two years in the same system End of two years where slowly the roster has been put together to be what it is now. And the evolution that has gone on with multiple ups and downs of the relationship with Luke Getze, 
we came into these last seven games feeling like, and I still feel like, Justin Fields is getting a fair chance to ball out with a requisite, you know, better than replacement level of roster with him. He's got a number one wide receiver. He's got legit running backs. He's got an offensive line that could be better, especially with Lucas Patrick, but is solid enough to get some work done. And he's got a great defense to go with, play some complimentary football, make a few big plays and win some games. And when we look at these past six games, and we were going into it thinking pass fail of these last six games at Detroit, a pass they, they lost they blew it at the end, but there's that Tyler Scott incompletion late um, that Tyler Scott should have caught, could have caught. He could, you were just saying maybe he could have gone to DJ Moore. The point is, over those these last six games, he's played for the most part pretty well. We can go through them piece by piece. I've got him at four and two in terms of pass fail, and the team has been four and two. And we can talk about those and get into those in detail, but to me, this seventh game of this test coming at the end, you're seeing progress, you're seeing growth. And if he goes up there and balls out and outplays Jordan Love and beats Green Bay for the first time for any Bears team since 2015, that is going to carry a lot of weight with me. And I, I suspect it will carry a lot of weight with the fans. I know it'll carry a lot of weight with the fans. I personally would be surprised. I'm, I'm open to it. Carrying a lot of weight with me, I'd personally be surprised if it did because I just think that it's it's one data point in a season that has been inconsistent for a team that can't go to the playoffs. Not that that is at all all Justin Fields' fault, mm-hmm. uh, but I just think that it is it is unlikely that I will be moved dramatically. But I have to be. I mean, he could have a he just had arguably the best game of his life. If he has a game better than that on the road in a must-win spot on national TV. You know what I mean? Like, I, I am open to the possibility that it can move me. And if it comes with a few of the kind of plays we know they've been looking for, that people have been looking for, that Kurt Warner talked to us about yesterday, five-step drop, boom, on-schedule throws, you know, some anticipatory throws, trusting his targets, that that kind of thing. If it comes with that, yeah. and it is the complete game, and it's outplaying, then... I think it's going to be a very difficult thing to walk away from if you're Ryan Poles. If you're looking at a team that's gone 6-2 and two with a win at Green Bay to finish the year, it's going to be very difficult to walk away from that. Let's go through it and do the pass-fails for this seven-game stretch. And there is someone who just can't quit this rivalry. It's next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Parkinson Spiegel. Oh, yeah. Sounds like the law firm you call when you get a parking ticket. <laughs> Afternoons on The Score. I look at it as optimistic. You know, I really do. It's, it's, a, it's an exciting time, you know, to be a Chicago Bear and to be a Chicago Bear fan. You know, so there's a lot of bright things that are coming ahead of us in the future. And uh, we certainly are excited about all those things that you mentioned. That is Matt Eberflus, who is going to treat this like just any other game. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Because teams are already holding guys out, which is understandable if they're going to the playoffs, right? But uh, yeah, Sam Dar- Sam Darnold starting for San Francisco, Tyler Huntley starting for Baltimore. Yep, and those Jeff guys- Driscoll for Cleveland. Yeah, even. so it's going to be a weird week in, in the NFL. But the Bears looking to carry this positive vibes heading into the offseason, whether it means Justin Fields is back next year 
uh, or not. And on that in general, a texter says, I'll be moved as a fan if they beat the Packers, not because of some meatball rivalry. I'll be moved because a team that has nothing left to play for except pride could show they could get up for a big game. That would reflect coaching and belief in the system from the listener's perspective. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I'll just say this. I didn't think we were going to get when the schedule came out, when I didn't break the schedule uh, this past offseason, remember I said, I was like, oh, God, I hate when the Bears-Packers games are. I hated that it was week one and week 18. I didn't like either of them. Hmm. Week 18, I felt like it put way more into the game than needed to be because if what happened happened, that would be so damaging to fields needs to break out and fear of Jordan Love being good. Yeah. And then week 18, I was like, eh. It's not likely that the game's going to matter. Neither of these teams are supposed to be that good. It ends up not mattering for the Bears in terms of winning doesn't get them anything. If they'd held on to the in the Cleveland game, boy. In any of the game, right in the Detroit, the first Detroit game, yep. in the the Denver game, right? Uh, it would mean something. And it, but now it matters a ton for the Packers. I'm just I'm happy that we get a late season Bears Packers game that matters even this much this soon. I didn't I didn't think it was going to happen. Absolutely. So overall in terms of just fun for the football season. Just 325 yeah. on a on a Sunday. With Nance and Romo. It it matters. Uh your favorite guy Aaron Rodgers though yeah. speaks. He just he can't quit the rivalry. He did though. Well, this was him on Pat McAfee just not getting threatened for lawsuits by Jimmy Kimmel, but still talking about the team that he claims to own. One more game to go. It's uh, the Super Bowl for the Bears just about every year because they haven't had them in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, birds off. Well, that. Long. So, <laughs> this is their Super Bowl. It's been – we've won uh, – what have we won? Matt's never lost to them, I don't think. It's like nine in a row. Is it a rivalry anymore? Oh, jeez. Fair question. You. It's a fair jeez. question. If they can't beat us, is it a rivalry? Yeah, you're like bug windshield type thing. We're going to run into each other, but really. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what you're saying here in this entire conversation? I mean, every coach that gets hired in Chicago's first goal is to beat Green Bay. It's been rough the last 30-plus years. And now, you know, I think there was a lot of people like, all right, Barb's out of here. This young kid ain't getting worth his And then, like, you know, we had our run. And then, okay, the old guy's out of here. This young kid's ain't going to be worth his And they're like, oh, Jordan Love's pretty damn good. They got a couple people I really love on that team. I mean, besides Getsy, who's, you know, a, a great friend. But oh. Big Dog is there. Big Dog. Mm-hmm. And he got a touchdown recently. Yep. And Lucas Patrick, you know. I love EQ as well. EQ's there. Lucas Patrick, you know, who's playing center for him. Awesome guy. But um, I think it's going to be a good day for the G&G. Oh, shut up, you windbag <laughs> crackpot jackass. You double a-hole. Kimmel nailed that. In the beginning a of a lot tweet. of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't. Ah, ah, jackass! God, I hate that man. <laughs> I gotta say, just in a sports sense, though. Yeah, no, I'm sure. no, I don't think it's just in a sports sense. I'm, I'm trying to keep it there. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not happening successfully. I actually think it's. I <sighs> hating him in a sports sense is. I, I don't know. I have no. I don't really hate him in a sports sense. He's at all. not a we. He can't use we and us anymore, buddy. He, he owns the Bears, buddy. Yeah, yeah, hissy fitted your way out of town eventually. I did. You got your wish. No more we and us. Shut up. I did feel like he was talking about me, and that's partly narcissism. But, big dog. Well, yeah, big dog added to it, but like 
I was all about, like, oh, he's gone. There's no way the next guy's going to be good. It's impossible. Uh-huh. Now the next guy's put up a statistical season that literally no Bears fan alive has ever seen. What percentage of you, because I know it's not zero, what percentage of you actually thought he was talking about you? <laughs> oh, one, <laughs> one percent. <laughs> about, it's, a, it's a non-zero number. <laughs> there's a one percent chance at least Aaron Rodgers has heard that take. I mean, he's on social media a lot. He's said we've seen the clips. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, one percent, one percent. That Jordan Love sucks uh, thing. It went pretty viral in Packers Twitter uh, in Wisconsin. All their beat writers retweeted it. Oh, yeah. to God, it might be higher than one percent. See, thank no, you. It's, well, it's zero percent. He's talking about you. Stop. The chance that he saw it don't, is higher than one percent. Don't feed the beast. Definitely yeah. higher than one percent. Hang on, Rob Demosky retweeted it, so Aaron Rodgers <laughs> definitely knows who uh, Danny is. Oh my God! Don't feed the ego. Don't do it. It's I don't just know gonna, if he did or not. It's going to make Demosky a dangerous ride the rest of the afternoon. Speaks, do you know how much easier it would be for all of us if we just feed everyone's egos? <laughs> Yeah, we'd all just feel better. I think so. Oh, all of us would as opposed to the, the normal chopping down to size <laughs> yes. that is our MO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a New like, Year's resolution we should do? Just build each really. other up? Like, Lawrence came in here and said, you'll always be more than a phone guy to me. And oh. that made me feel better than anything any of you have said to me so far this year. Man. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. A show uh, and a quarter. <laughs> I, oh, oh, you mean on the air? <laughs> you mean on the air? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was yeah. just saying, we've been pretty nice We're off one the air. and 1.25 yep. shows into the year. you got plenty of time. And see, now my head is like, is Lawrence trying to undermine us? He's going in there and saying real nice <laughs> things oh, off the air. He's trying to bring up in the next therapy He's trying, oh, trying to put in God. some division there between that side of the glass and this side. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, Sean says, it's funny how most of the guys Rogers listed as his Bears friends are guys giving us headaches for screwing. Up Lucas Patrick, Getsy. I don't, doesn't Rogers liking those guys make you hate him more? Mercedes. No, I love that guy. <laughs> the guy blocks. I, I love that guy. How do you not love the big dog? He should, He's awesome. I love all big dogs. I know you do. Uh, he should play next to uh, Jason Peters. Those two guys, I mean, he, he feels like that guy could block for the rest of his life. It looks like he's got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot. <laughs> All right, Shane and I have been off for a couple weeks here. Where does the big dog and Danny thing come together? Did we miss that when we were around? He brought I, it up as his, oh, nickname. his nickname. Last segment. I, last so, segment. I if just you got here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last segment. I said, I said DJP Big Dog was my first screen oh, name. Yeah. Okay, DJ. And so they called right, me yeah. Big Dog. That's why I felt comfortable going to it, because yeah. it happened last segment. My <laughs> bad, Danny. It was about 20 something more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Robinson. Yeah, okay. Hey, yeah. It's spring training for us too. It's the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's early. It's yeah, we're all shaking off a little bit of rust. Was, I was only a thing I did for the listeners who weren't listening at the beginning of the show. Uh, so. Yeah, it's a good callback. <laughs> what? Well done. I'll do it in the next segment. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with Big Dog? <laughs> Where did this Big Dog come from? <laughs> it's really dumb. Yeah. Uh, so, do you? Th- they're not going to make a decision on Justin Fields in the next, like, 15 minutes, right? No, no, we're good. Okay, cool. We're, we're good, and we got a few more days. Like, I, I just think the point of Green Bay as the seventh game of this stretch yeah. and this stretch being at the end of two years of Justin gives it a little more contextual value in the evaluation of him than just any given Sunday. I think that's why it deserves more. I agree. And some of the numbers that people use to show negative stuff on Fields – well, it's like, well, okay, yeah, but he had they, they were tanking that year, or he had Matt Nagy that year, right? right. Like, there are things where the, the, you cannot just be blind to the numbers. These games should be weighed more. 
because it's a present-day system with a present-day representative NFL roster. If context matters on the negative, it should matter on the positive. No question about it. Uh, Was this disrespect to a great Chicago institution? Next on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.